your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So something that uh, I'm sure you're very aware of, we're all definitely hearing about it, we're all feeling it um, in uh, our homes around Limerick City and County, is the rising cost of living, the inflation rates and how experts are saying that workers' wages here are struggling to keep up with those inflation rates. To talk more about it, I'm joined uh, by uh, two good friends of the show, Graham Burns from CPL Recruitment in Limerick and Derek McKay from Adair Human Resources Management. And you are both very welcome uh, this morning. Graham, um, clearly, if you're looking at this from an employee's point of view, you're thinking to yourself, well, if my real earning power and spending power is being uh, affected in this way, you know, with inflation running at 8%, a uh, couple of things can happen. Obviously, we can talk about the government side, but uh, from an employer's point of view, why don't they just pay me more and do it now? Morning, Joe. Um yeah, that's one, I suppose, position you can take. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it's not that uh, straightforward. Um, I mean, you're dead right where inflation sits at the moment and where average, I suppose, pay increases over the last couple of years have been, sees, uh, you know, everyone's earnings actually reduce in real terms. Um, so I, I don't think there's any doubt in that you are definitely going to see uh, an adjustment in that uh, it's obviously going to be different public sector to private sector uh, as to where that will fall but i think the big fear from from everyone's point of view employers and employees perspective is that you certainly the, the big fear is we fall into uh, pay rises to chase inflation which ultimately would fuel inflation again and, and we get into this uh, scenario where uh, we worked long and hard to get out of long time ago um, but for those of us who are still can you know have memories of those times that is something that uh, you just don't want to get that spiral into the economy and uh, I, I, but you could appreciate that you know listeners this morning might think to themselves well we can never really win can we you know when inflation true. is low um, employers will say well inflation is low so we will keep our pay increases in line with that and when inflation is high oh cheapers we couldn't possibly give you I, I know uh, absolutely, you're dead right. And there's, a, you know, where is that kind of happy medium? Um, you know, inflation is good. Every modern economy needs inflation. Um, what is the right level? People will tell you 2%. Some people will tell you it needs to be a bit more. So I think you're always going to have that level of inflation. But what, what we've got to do is we've got to ensure that we have a, a you know, the cost of living is maintained in such a way that it, it, it doesn't see the most vulnerable in in society uh, and ireland in fairness despite you know what's been said i think ireland is, has been particularly good in protecting that cohort i think we could do more and i think you're going to see uh, a clamor and a call and i think the government will have no choice but to respond and to support the more vulnerable at the same time we're in a strong position uh from a, a european perspective I, I i'd be reasonably confident that we can steer our way through uh, i was only listening this morning that some of these inflation figures in Germany and other countries more exposed to energy crisis perhaps than we are, we're already seeing inflation peak. So at least there could be some light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. But I definitely think um, you know, employers will have to do more. There's no doubt about it. And I think employers will. 
Um, it's just a case maybe of what supports the government can, can bring in to protect really the most vulnerable in society, which is essential. Right. Uh, Graham Burns from CPL Recruitment in Limerick talking to us about this and wages and inflation and cost of living and maybe the upcoming budget as well. And Derek McKay from Adair Human Resources Management is uh, also with us. Good morning to Derek. Morning, Joe. And then we, we have this... Uh, unusual economy in so many ways, you know, with lots of positives in it, but we have huge multinationals based in Limerick indeed and in other parts of uh, the country and and they look at budgets on a global scale and as a consequence are prepared and can afford to pay, you know, top euro here. And then on the other side, we have the domestic economy, which is recovering very slowly from COVID and really feeling a lot of pressure still. Yeah, well, look, uh, in the very positive side, we're seeing the Irish GDP growth still anticipated to be close to 7% this year. So still a lot of investment, a lot of activity, and positive, strong growth forecast. Yeah, wasn't that for insultingly called, that figure, leprechaun economics at one stage when it ran into yeah. 26%? So now they're saying, oh, we can't use GDP for Ireland. We have to use another figure, which is more reflective of the domestic economy. And that's going to be nowhere near 7%, is it? Oh, look, it is true. There's a heavy reliance on large multinationals, and that's no surprise. Um, but what the multinationals bring is a, a lot of employment to, to the re- different various different regions. And those employees are gaining wages, are spending money back in the economy. So it definitely presents a risk, as we know, from an Irish context. But, you know, the, the government has been seeking to diversify that level of risk uh, across different sectors, uh, and we have a strong economy, and, and as, as Graham mentioned there, there's a huge amount of positives that we have uh, as a nation going forward. And we are seeking to address some of those challenges, both for the, the less vulnerable uh, in society, with impacts changing to minimum wages and, and how we explore living wage as well across uh, across the, the nation. So I, I think there's, there's been a huge amount, as you say, chatter and discussion around, and rightly so, about the rising inflation. But I think what's key is, from an organization's perspective, is to make decisions that are sustainable decisions when it comes to pay. Um, and again, as was mentioned earlier, that wages cannot chase inflation. That, that just has, as we know, a negative effect overall. Okay. Um, and so then, you know, for just someone this morning wondering, well, what's my pay increase going to look like this year, uh, Derek? What's your sense of it? Yeah, well, like at the moment, we, like we're seeing that inflation for the year, you know, will average just over 7%. It's anticipated. And this compares to, you know, about 2.4% last year. So when, like, we, we, there's a couple of other statistics out there. We see that we see that the wage growth for the year looked like to be about 3.5%. So half of what, you know, the inflation is. And, and our most recent benchmarking salary survey, our HR barometer, indicated that, that organisations would anticipate a 5.3% average salary increase for 2022. You know, so like, I think we really need to take into consideration as well, like when organisations look at pay deals, they very rarely look at a one-year pay deal. They're, look, not, they're looking at two, three years pay deals because we know inflation was lower last year. It's anticipated to be lower next year. We're just unfortunately at a very high inflationary period um, and hopefully we are at the peak or as near the peak as possible at the moment to get to more realistic uh, uh, inflation 
uh, and downward inflation okay. uh, than going forward. Right, well, and that's interesting, Graham Burns, because you know, we were talking to some food experts last week on the show and they were saying that the era of cheap food is over, full stop, and that you know people assuming that the, the food inflation we've seen is going to revert not going to be the case. Um, and you're talking uh, about possibly inflation peaking. At the same time, the ECB are um, flagging that they will put up interest rates by a quarter of a percent at the end of July and then possibly up uh, by 2% in total over the next 18 months unless inflation has has an impact. So there's a, a huge amount of uncertainty. And when you're doing your household budgeting, then clearly anyone with a scrap of sense is going to start putting some of those savings that maybe they already were doing during COVID aside even more, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. It's, uh, it's going to mean the discretionary spend will be reduced. Um, the ECB putting up interest rates is the effect of putting the brakes on the economy. Um, I think it's interesting to note that, you know, if you look at the Irish economy where it is now and the growth rates it's experienced over the last couple of years, would you actually have your own central bank, if you had one, um, not that we do, have interest rates at the current levels that they're at? I think you'd probably find it'd be a little bit higher simply to take uh, a little bit of the heat out of where where we are and where we're going. That is, you know, the, the plus side of that is I think it gives us a good insulation factor uh, over maybe some troubled times ahead. I think the U.S. is going to slow down, which will have that knock-on effect perhaps through some of the multinationals we see. But ultimately, the domestic budget is going to come under pressure. And, and it's only a natural consequence. And it's really hard to forecast. I mean, you know, here we are. A lot of this inflation is fueled by the energy uh, situation, which is in turn fueled by what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. Uh, you know, would we have forecast this 12 months ago? You know, the one thing that is certain is that the continual rate of change is not going to slow down. So we've got to really... Uh, and as Derek said there a few minutes ago, in terms of companies planning two, three years out for their for their own pay deal, gives them certainty around costs and gives employees a reasonable degree of certainty too as to what they can expect in terms of um, the bottom line each uh, each week or each month. And I think that's that's really essential at the moment. And one other point as well, um, Derek Mackay, before we finish, and, and that is that pent up demand that was there for people to seek new opportunities, you know, be that uh, within their own town or city, uh, uh, whether it's going to Dublin or abroad or, or whatever. And, and certainly we saw that tapping turned on over the last few months. Is that going to continue for the rest of the year, do you think? In terms of the, the, the turnover from an employee's perspective? Yeah, jobs going, yeah. you know, people looking for other jobs elsewhere. Yeah, I, I, I think it has uh, peaked somewhat. There's still a lot of activity in the market. I think that there's a talent shortage still, but I think that, that initial pent-up demand of people changing jobs, uh, getting certainty sometimes with different employers who might offer them more flexible working terms, or, of course, the opportunity for people to move and gain that what well, has been significantly higher salaries as well. I would like to think by the end of the year that the market will stabilise a little bit more around the whole talent management side of things um, but there's still, I think, quite a, quite a lot of activity happening within the market that employers have plenty of vacancies to fill uh, and it is still an employee-driven market, I would feel, at the moment. Okay, mm, right. definitely. You, you agree with that, Graham? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely. Uh, I, I'm not sure I'm the same optimism as Derek would say by the end of the year. Um, you know, I see it from a, 
an investment perspective and I see a lot of the organizations we're working with certainly got longer term plans in play that you know is going to mean that, that the demand for talent will, will continue um i think it's interesting to know we've seen some examples of where come countries where inward migration would flow from traditionally into ireland has actually started to slow down and, and that's put some increased pressure uh on on the domestic demand as well so okay. Okay. yeah very dynamic situation. Very dynamic situation. I think that sums it up very yeah. well, actually. Uh, thank you very much, Graham Burns from CPL Recruitment in Limerick and Derek McKay from Adair Human Resources Management. Uh- your views, your news, your Limerick Today.